Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, I only heard one beer because uh, I went with a wine glass. But uh, if the beer crack sounded a little bit distinguished and uh, weathered... <laughs> Uh, that is because Josh decided to go to Texas and uh, and golf with my mom, and so since you know the show must go on, as they say, uh, I have my dad filling in. Thank you for having me. There you go. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be a uh, father son podcast, and I know Josh has been uh, revving it up a little bit and, and boosting it, but this is uh, as he doesn't know it is. He thinks this is number forty nine. But as I uploaded our last episode, I realized this is actually our 50th episode. Um, but I think it's fitting because my dad's been on this earth for 50, 50, well, I guess 51. 51. That's yeah, right. So, ah, wow. Ah, it's like, no, come back next week? Yeah, or? no, no, yeah. No, uh, no, yeah, no it's, uh, it's our 50th episode. Uh, but again, so that's super great, super cool. We've been doing this uh, you know, for a while now. So over a year now, it's uh, it's... It's neat. We've been able to do this for a while, and uh, well, Josh and I will talk about it next week. Maybe we'll talk about our best moments, but <laughs> uh, you know, go back from season one and take a look at uh, all the blooper reels. But uh, like our YouTube channel it lasted a total of about four weeks. Um, but no, it's uh, this will be good. This will be fun, and uh, and I'm excited. So this should this should yeah, be this because we, we got we got a jazzed. lot of packed yeah we got a lot of packed stuff here for today. Uh, we're gonna talk about. As Josh and I normally do, talk about our weeks, be a little different, see what Dad's week's like. I won't ramble on. Josh likes I, to talk about his teachers and, and uh, kiddos, right? Um, but it's always good entertainment. It's always good stuff. Sure. And yeah. then, uh, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about our week, and then we've got some NFL news that we'll talk about. Um, we've also got we're gonna talk about March Madness, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight happened this past weekend, um, and now we're down to the Final Four. Uh, Probably one of the biggest pop culture news I'll have ever on the show that we'll discuss about the Oscars. Uh, and then we're going to go uh, wind the clocks back. It's a little bit of a nostalgia piece. We're going to talk about um, with my dad. He's got some experience. It's one of those things I think is one of the coolest things um, is I try to remember everything in sports that I've seen and that I lived. And I would hope that one day, although it might not be my kid, but uh, someone else who I know will say, what was it like watching blank? Or what was, where were you when you saw this? So I think that uh, that's always something I always like whenever someone's asked me about that or whenever I get older. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I remember watching Aaron Rodgers. Like the kid could fucking whip the ball like oh, it was nothing yeah. else. And so I think that there's something cool about that. So dad and I will dive into a bunch of different types of subjects with that. So, um, but with all that, um, how was your week? How was your work week? Pretty good. Pretty normal week for me. Um, just uh, normal grinded out, didn't fire anybody. Although this is the last week for somebody who works for me, so I had that token conversation with them yesterday. It was mm. you know, you like trying to be a stand-up guy, and you're like, I'm gonna pretend I'm interested, but uh, I don't know. It was it was always those are always interesting. Yeah, me. and I don't know if everyone knows, but you work from home now 
basically every day or do you go in yeah. the office no, once we, a week or we haven't uh our office will reopen here in the next month but yeah i haven't since december i haven't gone into an office and then prior to that it was so 18 months, i'm so. curious but i'll start traveling again too like i go out next week i'm going to travel again okay about once twice a month um so you i'm curious in my shoes now, if my company said you can choose to work from home every day of the week, I would choose not to. Now, I'm, I, I'd i be curious if I lived in a house if I'd feel differently, but in my yeah. apartment, I definitely don't want, I, I could be like, I'll work from home on like Monday, Monday and Tuesday, or I'd work Monday, Friday, and then I work three days, or I'd yeah. work maybe just one day, like a Friday, but I'd still work Monday through Thursday. Just for me, as of right now in my role, I want to be in the office. I like asking questions. I like someone showing me right in front of me, talking yeah. it out loud. You can still screen share and do all that kind of stuff yeah. that you can do. How do you though? You worked in you know you worked in daily rental. Your or, sorry, you worked in um, retail for a while. You're on your feet. You're in the office. Yeah. You're walking around and physical stores. Your position now is a little bit different, where you have the capability to work remotely almost. Yes. Do you like now? You worked in the office for a while. Do you like working from home? I do. Uh, I did not in the beginning. It was just weird. Yeah. Um, like, but the the other part of it is there's a difference between like when I had to work, and even now I go to my office uh, when we reopen. Like technically, I only have to be there two days a week. And they originally my day was like Monday, Wednesday, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going in on Mondays. Like that's like yeah. Monday, Fridays are the worst days. So then I said, hey, like, and and my team was in on like. Tuesday, Thursday, so I switched it. It was like Tuesday and Wednesday are generally the days I'll go in. But the difference is I'm in the city, so that's like an hour to an hour and a half Ooh, both ways. So yeah. by working from home, I pick up minimum two hours a day, sometimes three hours a day of just not in a car. So that's the biggest difference. Like if my office was at the Fox Valley Mall or something, like, you know, here, right? I'd much more likely be like, yeah, I'll go in because the, the thing that you miss is what you described is like, and the reality is I'm a, as a senior man, member of the, the company, yeah. like part of my role is also to help driving culture, right? I'm expected to be around so like I can talk to people and stuff like that. So that was the biggest adjustment because when you work from home, like I pretty much just pack my calendar all day long. Well, when you go back to the office environment, what I found was like, you have to leave gaps because otherwise I'm just sitting in an office and I don't talk to anybody and that's part of what I have to do. So like I had to rechange my schedule on days and I'm there so that I can walk out and talk to, you know, Hanrahan and accounting and, you know, just right. kind of yeah. walk around social. and be social, right? Uh, which I do like and I enjoy because yeah. I, I miss that face-to-face um, -face interaction. So we'll open again. I, again, I'll probably go down a couple days a week, um, but I also am much more, I guess, discriminate in terms of like if there's a purpose if I'm just gonna sit on a phone all day then there's no purpose from being down there yeah now is it easier for you with Josh and I older and out of the house if we were in high school would you probably be like ah, I might have to get out just because you guys are too loud or there's too much uh, chaos yeah I mean there's times like that yeah certainly like I can appreciate you know people trying to work from home that have little kids that being said like I think over the last two years I mean even me like if I'm on a call with somebody and you hear the kid in the background or you hear a dog or whatever like at this point that's so normalized yeah at least for me yeah like, well no that makes sense at first you're probably like oh i'm so sorry but at this point it's kind of like you know i'm at home yeah. and i can't control my dog barks yeah so. i mean obviously it all depends on company culture and ours is such that I, which i appreciate it's just normal and i realize like most of the time if i'm on a call i'm leading it or i'm 
the oh, biggest right. person. So, so I tend the to one do who. more. Oh. No, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Right. Governor's arrived. All right. Uh, no, but I actually work really hard to make sure people Brad, don't. Brad, Brad, is that another chat? Brad, Brad, <laughs> right? Chat. Yeah, <laughs> the people don't feel uncomfortable. Right. You know, yeah, it's that like, makes sense. I was, I was, you know, new That's new person true. I was chatting with, and she's got a dog, and it's like I could tell she was she's trying to toggle the mute and all this or that. And I'm just like, hey, like just let it ride. Like I don't care. So, um, but I could imagine other companies being a little bit more strict about it which yeah. is unfortunate but i i guess i work for my company is enterprise is like very big mm-hmm. so when i was on a call like if i'm ever on a call in the office and i am and i'm home with piper and anyone else has kids or whatever no one really it's not that big of a deal yeah. but when i got on a call that was like with the district manager of the like midwest region was on a call and it was like a enterprise breakout with people who worked in the area. They were like, before we left to work from home on that day, my bosses here in Chicago were like, if you guys got dogs, like create them up, if you got kids, like you might want to find someone to just watch them for like an hour and a half too, because like you guys cannot have any interruptions during this time and, and have that distraction because of how big and important that it was. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that, and that was only, and we're also talking that that's a one-time instant. Because yeah. any other time, like for me, it's, that's not, I'm, you know, if that, that happens for me, it's not a big deal. But that yeah. was like a one-time, also just because it's, you know, I guess someone who's in the big corporate, corporate pants right. world. Yeah, I always find that interesting too, because I feel like, I mean, everybody, let's be human. You know, just because you're the CEO of a company doesn't mean you, you're like, have more the ability to like keep your kids quiet or, or have a dog, right? That's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, now that I got well, this job. Well, now my dog is trained. He knows <laughs> right. I'm the boss. I mean, usually and... one of my interview questions is, can you keep your dog quiet? But, you know, I mean, part of that is you want culturally. Keep your dog quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, all right hey, uh, so lecture. Billy, uh, if we're on a Zoom, yeah, uh, can you, you know. Can you keep your dog quiet? Right, how old are your kids? Yep. Uh, and then, but no, I, so. Yeah. But no, I, I definitely have gotten in a groove where I, I like working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy being able to go to an office and have my space because there is yeah. that separation. Um, and then even yeah. the drive, like I like part of that because it's your wind down. And I've had mm-hmm. to learn here, like I got to wind down even in my own house. Like sometimes I'll just sit in the office when I'm done for the day and, you know, look at stupid you guys would say boobies i just like, <laughs> right, just, right and just look at whatever and news just kinda, and whatever yeah. just mindless stuff and uh music. so do you so i'm curious about this do you find yourself that with that commute time do you start a little bit earlier and end a little bit later because you don't have that commute time or do you still feel like you do about the same work during a day it's about the same okay yeah but the beauty is i just get more sleep which means i can stay up later at night because okay. when i was doing it before i go to bed yep. even earlier than i do now so i stay up later yeah but like the reality is i start work around 7 38 whether i'm in the office or here and essentially if i was at the office i would be trying to leave by five and that's basically when i'm done here yeah it's just the extra time and actually it makes it easier i'm i actually will work probably longer if i'm here because walking out of my office at six is total in, in the house totally different than like yes. if I work late at 6 and I'm in Chicago then like I don't get home until 7.30 so I'm more like 
get rid of, you know, you hurry up and you try to get stuff done. Yeah. So that, that's the part for me is that I do feel like, uh, like I'm going to like my busy time of year and, or sorry, my busy week that I have our statement week. And, um, I do like being in the office, but when we do have these busy times. It's almost one of those things where we're trying to maybe push, but try to have like, we can leave the office at four and then continue still working at home. Yeah. Um, just because I know for myself, I would give them the extra half hour to an hour if it meant when I logged off at 5.30, I'm then turning around and right. going in my living room at 5.30 versus I'm at the office till 5.30, I gotta drive yeah. a half hour home. Half hour's not bad, yeah. so I gotta take the drive home to get stuff back. So I do find myself, I don't necessarily start any earlier because I definitely like to get my sleep in, yeah. but I definitely stay on a little bit later, especially it helps that Alex works late later than I do. So like if I know I'm like, I mean, if I get off at 4.30, I'm just hanging out by myself for another hour, hour 15. Yep. I can just stay on until 5 and then log off. Um, but yeah. interesting. Um, so, okay. So, uh, I guess I didn't say – well, my week was fine. I didn't really do that much yeah. for my week. My week was all good, not too much. Uh, Piper's well, and trains. obviously this week I'm batching it out because oh, Josh that's, yeah, and that's Mom right. are, Mom are, you know, gone. So, gone, you're all so house I'm, to yourself, you yeah. know, getting the wine, a little chocolate, oh, I, I getting the little movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last night was a – uh, individual no. rager. Oh but, uh, yeah, well, I made I made probably the best steak I've ever made in my life last night. Oh really? Uh, uh, like cast, oh, on the cast iron. Cast right. iron. I saw this thing where you know you sear it on both sides and then put it in the oven for Ooh. about four minutes as well. Oh, it was glorious. Wow, glorious. Yeah. Jimmy sides. Uh, I made a salad and uh, had a hash brown. I, I really was, I had no veggies in the Okay, house. so it was, it was pretty like, much was, just rolling with, it with was steak. steak and, yeah. Steak. Because yeah. I didn't want to go to the grocery store, so, but, like, it was the, I'm, I told Josh, I was like, I'm anxious to, like, try it for mom and, uh, or you if you guys are over, but Josh was like, you know you're going to, like, when you try, you're going to be working so hard, because, like, is it just like I did a catch lightning in a bottle and oh, make it perfect? Right. And then and I'm going to try it. Next time you do it, it's like, no, it's, it's, yeah, you're right. it, it's good. It's a little <laughs> right. chewy, but it's, right. it's good. Exactly. It's going to go from like no, it was better perfectly time. medium, no, medium rare to like just, you know, leather. Right. But, oh, man. That's, that's yeah. funny. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, yeah. And thanks again on the record. Thanks for the movie selections. Oh, yeah. No, good, that's. Uh, Hey, you know, that's, that's what I'm here for. Exactly. It worked you know, out perfectly. Hey, hey, you ask, I gave you like seven options. Great options. And I qualified. Like, yep. you, you allowed me to come back yep. with some like, all right, let me, you know, let me yep. knock it down a I few mean, more. And, uh, yep. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, it helped you out. It's, uh, By the way, I have a question for you. Like when you reach out, maybe you call Josh or you do stuff like that. Uh, do you ever like when you give, when you're like, hey, give me like your choice of these two. Do you ever worry that somebody's like you're leaning towards the one way? If they pick the other, you kind of like either you have to take it or you go like, no, oh, if, I don't want your no, choice. No, because actually, you know I mean? actually, I think of it like some people say: if you flip a coin, you say, "What restaurant do you want to go to?" When you flip the coin, if there's an answer you actually hope it's going to be, then then there's no point in what the answer is. So if I say, "Should I watch, you know, Finding Nemo or uh, Hercules?" and I tell someone which one should I watch? And I go, I kind of wish, I kind of hope they pick Hercules. Then I don't care what they're going to pick. I'm going to watch Hercules. Okay. It is, it is like a, yeah, I, I see ask that the too. question, I only, I almost want you to pick because I could literally watch right. either and be happy with either. That's where I'm at. Cause like I, but, just but when watch, you do that, sometimes don't you do that in the moment and then you realize, well, why did I ask? Cause I just figured it out. Because then if he does go the other way, then you're like, 
sorry, bud, didn't listen to you. I just went with my own choice. Well, you know, the, you based, know. depending on who the person is, you might just lie. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, I mean, I you like wouldn't it. have known what I watched yeah, last right. night, but... Yeah, but, you know, you know, yeah. it would have been like... I was just curious. With that. But, yeah, no, it's... Because um, I had that I've same... been trying... I, I'm not really... Movies are... If I'm in the mood for a new movie, it's that's kind of how I am. Right now, what I'm trying to do with that, though, is music. That's my bit. That's my New Year's goal this year is to try to branch out with music and start listening to different bands. And because I get stuck into the same music I like to listen to, because I mean, yeah, music's pretty great. And but it's fun when you find a new song. And you're like, man, this this song is yeah. great. And so that's what I'm trying to do now. And on Spotify, what I'll try to do is if I, if I like a song, like or let's just say I like Cage the Elephants, I'll go to Cage the Elephants Radio. Yes. And then try that and then yes. just put at work for two and a half hours. It's a radio for two and a half hours. Put on that and then just be like, all right, let me just kind of roll through. Or if I like one song by one band, it's their, it's like, you know, like it'd be like a what, Blind Melon, right? Like yep. it's a one hit wonder, but I go, but I like this song. Yeah. You can do song radio and then it'll spit you out yeah, songs exactly. that are similar to I do to the same go, thing. Because like, 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 that's what I'm trying to do now because instead of running into my whole like, I'm listening to the same stuff over. I'm trying to branch out. I do the same more. thing. Uh, then I go back sometimes. Whether back. it's on the radio or sometimes like when you pick a band, like the, then further down it'll it'll show you other bands that are similar. Yes. And then I'll like hit one of those and be like, okay, let me give it a shot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. So. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it was a it was a good week. Uh, the only thing I'm getting a little annoyed with now is uh, is the weather change right mm. now. Is mm. I, I almost wish I would have never had a seventy or sixty five degree day and just would have stuck with the forties until this we're going every up. Year. But it does. Um, but uh, it's supposed to be getting a little bit better. But uh, no, but it's uh, and also one of the big news, which I, I didn't tell you, Mom, but obviously by me telling you that you obviously knew I didn't. So we put our first offer on a house ever. Oh, right. right. So that yeah. was kind of I meant to ask you about that. So we didn't get it. Okay. Uh, I figured. But it was it was nice because we both established how much we we wanted to put it in for, how, how high we were willing to go, yeah. and then we didn't end up getting it, and then learned a lot of other stuff I had no idea about, like earnest money. I had yeah. no idea what that even was in the first place. Yeah. But the our realtor got back to us and basically told us the person made a larger offer and did other stuff and I was kind of like okay I'm okay that that's the reason why I got beat is because someone wants to spend more money than yeah, I did on the house for so, sure so Plus it's like it's still again but it's still early spring. it is but it was just it was one of those moments where uh, it was interesting of being like well shit I guess this kind of means I'm a, kind of an adult now that yeah, I you broke a cherry yeah that I that I <laughs> bid on a house to go buy that I was like, yeah. I wanted to buy a house personally to go live in. So it, just that part of it was kind of uh, was kind of a surreal moment. But it was, oh, but it was yeah, cool. You're full on adult. Went through the, went through the paperwork. Went through all the shit. You know, go. Th- I, you know, and I'm sitting there just like reading through this shit. And I go, okay. Now remember when Apple used to send me these documents and you just scroll down to the bottom and you click accept. I go, I can't just scroll down to the bottom of this and click <laughs> sign, 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 sign. Like I actually kind of got to read this shit to be like. Before you you read it, and all of a sudden it's like, by the way, you have a uh, a mother bir- uh, mother, you've got uh, baby squirrels living in the basement. That's a part of the house, and you're like reading. You're like, whoa, whoa! whoa. I right. you walk in and you're like, why are there like a hundred chipmunks in the basement? Yeah, it was in the I... contract. You signed for it. You said you were gonna. How do I own a chicken farm? Yeah, I don't. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I have a rooster and ten hens. I, and okay, that's great. So I just you can I was like reading through it, and then of course Alex was like, "Did you sign it yet?" I go, "Well, no. I kind of actually want to see. I'm making sure what the, what the hell I'm signing over here before I'm signing. Yeah. You know, I'm registering a water heater from 1962. I want to exactly. make sure that like I got everything and 
uh, in it in a good space here but no it was it was really cool and uh but my mindset was definitely going in was like like expecting that you're not going to get it yeah that's always and alex was a little bit excited we were going to get it and so it was kind of like a little bit of like oh we didn't get yeah. it and i was like that's i, I didn't tough. want to think about like don't even want to think about what we do to the house don't want to think, i don't want to think about anything other than the fact that i didn't get it but i put something down didn't get it but it was cool we're on to the next and i'm excited to see i'm sure we're gonna find something that's gonna be the best and that's in my mindset, it's the one that we get, the person yeah. going to pick us, and it's going to be best thing for us. Um, so, moving on to sports now uh, with the NFL. Uh, so, the draft is going to be in a couple weeks, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. And right now, it's projected... Oh. Oh, so oh, that's uh, I've been waiting to see what Arch Manning is going to be doing for yeah. where he's going to college at. So I've just been trying to wait for, but his senior years until this upcoming year is his senior year. So I, I, it said news, but it was actually yeah. someone saying where he thinks he should go. Anyway, um, uh, so there hasn't been any big NFL. Oh no, we are talking about Tyreek Hill got traded. So we were talking about that with Josh last week. So we haven't any news since that time. We haven't had anything new come out. Um, Andy Dalton did sign a deal with the Saints. Saw that. Yeah. So odds are he's going to be. Well, it might be James Winston. I think got injured again. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think I think he got injured. Uh, I know they resigned. So he did resign, and I'm pretty sure. Oh no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, yes. Uh, James Winston will be the starter, and then they signed Andy Dalton to a one-year, three million dollar deal to be his backup. Yeah. Okay. That's right, because they're going to move Taysom Hill to tight end. It sounds right. like that's what he's okay. gonna try out that's now the Taysom Hill project. That'd be cool, like in real kind of life, to be that. Like, so Andy Dalton, right? He's going there. He's gonna pay tons of money, and he's basically the backup. Like, how many quarterbacks have made a living off of being the backup? So, could you imagine, like, you're the backup to some other accountant? You don't actually do anything. No. You kind of take notes. You watch. You you watch him do the work. Oh yeah. And you're ready if he like gets a sick day, you can jump in. But you're basically only gonna get a couple of reps. Like, yes. Where else do you get that? Okay. Like, so no. Broadway it, maybe. It is. A, well, no. It, it is crazy. Okay. So get this. So this is the, you just said it. I think as of in to me the smartest person in football ever is Sam Bradford. Oh, a hundred percent. Made about a the gajillion dollars. The production on the field to the money he was being paid if i would have shown you how much money this guy's being paid and then said mm. how many how many pro bowls do you think this guy made how many all pros based oh. on what he was being paid alone and i gotta give it to the guy kirk cousins is also a very smart businessman he's been his last six years have been all guaranteed money i'd love to see the cost of his touch of sam bradford's touchdowns Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Right. It's, like oh, yeah. you know, million dollars. Uh, okay. The reason why I brought it up though was about you mentioned the backup quarterback rule. Uh, Chase Daniels. Chase oh, Daniels yeah. has been a backup quarterback for most of his entire career. He has one Super Bowl ring with the Saints when he was drafted. Played at Missouri. Uh, his career earnings is uh, 41.8 million dollars, and right? he maybe started like less, like on one hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, never started a full season, even a half season. No. He literally only played because someone was injured or they were getting the shit blown out of them or they were blowing the shit out of someone else. Yeah. And then he stepped in the game. Right. And played preseason. Yes. 
And well, then, then you think about the guys like Andy Dalton, who was a really solid quarterback in his day. Like yep, with top, the Bengals. Yep. Top tier. And then they can transition if your ego is good. You can transition and just play backup, and you're kind of like a coach. So Exactly. And there are some players who can't make that transition, i.e. Cam Newton, to where Cam oh, Newton could right. probably yeah. still be making some good money, where someone could say, hey, we're going to sign you, and all we really want you for is if we're inside the 10-yard line, and, and I want to pull out a little gimmick play, maybe you because they know you might be able to throw it, but you can also run it. I'm going to pay you to do that, but he's like, I still want to start. And Andy's yeah. like, you know what? When he with the Cowboys, he was like, all right, fine. Get I'll play. Ego, man. Bag up role. I mean, he did step into that role. Even went to the Bears. It was kind of like he went there, but then they had Justin Fields. But still, Andy Dalton was like, all right, yeah, sure. Now he's going to the Saints, making $3 million. It's kind of like, right? all right, I'll roll it there. Like, why not? You're rolling in. Listen, you're not going to make $3 million a year being a radio analyst in Cincinnati. Yeah. No. Well, right? it is It is a funny thing, though, that, like, I mean, there really is, other than sports, there really is no other profession where it's, you're literally sitting on the sidelines and yeah. you're getting paid millions of dollars to not play. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just in case someone right. gets... Yeah, just in right. case you're gonna step in and never been to a McDonald's and like Jimmy's sitting in the corner yeah. on a chair waiting in case. Well, then, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, you don't have to order your food and all of a sudden it's just I got like a finger cramp. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah, did you nope, get in gotta here? go in. Yeah, no, that's stub to toe. All right, you're in. You're in. You know what? I'm really sorry. He's he's been performing really great these last couple yeah. weeks. We're gonna stick with the hot hand here. Right. He's been able to multitask and get the cards <laughs> out and been able to listen to customers. hundred percent. We're gonna have to, you know it's what? We a, might have yeah. to downgrade downgrade you to Burger King. I just I don't yeah, know what to, you know. You and know. maybe you can work your way back up again. But we gotta stick with the hot hand here. Yeah, I don't for know. Change like the ice machine. He costs less to operate. I just oh, yeah. I don't, you know. He's doing a great job. It is kind of wild though. <laughs> Anyway, we uh, digress. Jimmy's on retainer. <laughs> Finger <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's too good. Um, so, no, the, did you know, though, that all the NFL owners met this week and yeah. uh, and that they came up with new NFL overtime rules? I did see that. Yeah. Got announced today. So, yeah. now both teams are going to have a possession. Yeah, just in the playoffs overtime. is the only way. Just for the playoffs, yeah. though, which is the smart move because yeah. if they're all about player safety – there's really no need. Yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, I would be more I would be more upset if the Vikings lost because they didn't get to touch the ball than if we lose it in the regular season. I'd be like, all right. I mean, yeah. it still blows. The postseason though, that's like where because you're yeah. that's you're there competing. So you yeah. want so they changed it. If you ask me though, here's just what I see. What's gonna happen? Exactly what happened to the Chiefs and Bills. Chiefs go down, score a touchdown. Bills go down, score a touchdown. Chiefs go down, kick a field goal, game over. What the heck? Josh Allen didn't get a second chance at the ball. Only the Chiefs did. Yeah. I just feel like that that might be a thing that's going to happen. It may not be at all. But like at first it was it's sudden death. Right, because well, now it's once easy. they both get the ball, if they both score, it's next score wins. Anyway. Yeah, it's next so score it's... wins. Or but then if you're the Bills, you got to ask yourself like, do we want to go for two? And then we either win right. or we lose on yeah. this play. And and uh, or now you have to ask yourself too, do you want the ball first or not? Yeah. Do you choose to not take the ball first? The safety thing is kind of an odd little throw in there. Like, how often would that ever happen? Well, that's always been there. Is it a safety? Even with the old oh, okay, rules, so a safety won no matter yeah. what. It just I just kind of read. I didn't realize that. It's but. I don't even know if it's even happened. I, uh, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know if it no. even has, to be honest. I actually have no idea. It happened in the uh, Super Bowl 
but it wasn't overtime. Remember, with, like Peyton against the yeah, Seahawks, yeah, like Seahawks, his first play, they yeah. over his well, head. Well, it also happened with uh, the Giants and Patriots. Uh, Justin Tucks, uh, Tom Brady was in the was in the end zone and in intentional grounding yeah. in the end zone. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they changed that rule. I think it's gonna be good for postseason. I mean, basically, if you're in the NFL, you basically said you can have my eyes glued to a TV for a little bit longer exactly. watching the game now yeah. too. I mean, and it's it's fairly unique. It really doesn't matter most of the time, but it's nice to have it there just in case. Also, they also said like they even said a stat like since 2011, like of the 11 times like uh, uh, of the 11 times that they a game went into overtime, seven times the team that touched the ball first. Uh, won the game on their first uh, like drive down the field. They ended up winning yeah. the game, and I was kind of like, okay, eleven games since two thousand twelve. There's um, thirteen playoff games each year. I'm like, so we're talking about one hundred and thirty games. Less right. than ten percent of them actually yeah. went into overtime. So like, we're talking about a very small number here too. Where like, your team might not. Even, now we happen to have a postseason where we had a lot of games going to overtime. Yeah. Um, but that was just kind of interesting that they did. And then uh, also that apparently Goodell is not going to put Deshaun Watson on the exempt list, which everyone was waiting to find out. They thought he may or may not go on the exempt list for like four games or six games or two games or whatever. But it sounds like Goodell says he's not going to put Deshaun Watson on the exempt list um, for the upcoming season. So that was just kind of so interesting. that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing for the Browns, I think. Right. Fans and other people have mixed emotions about it. But essentially, like, there's no restriction on him playing. No, like, as of right now, week yeah. one, he's rolling out there because yeah. he won't. Right. As of right now, he's not, unless something else happens with other cases and stuff. Um, but uh, in other news, uh, which, because I remembered, uh, Tiger Woods, did you hear that he played a practice round at the Masters? I he took a not. private plane into Augusta, and yesterday he. I heard a that he is round. still on the. He can play if he wants to. So that's it. But the I Masters didn't hear about the is the only round. is the only golf event where any past winner can play in the Masters tournament. Yeah. So Fred Couples plays in it every year. Yeah. No, I didn't. I I guess that's that's cool. Though. So if he does, so this is the but too. I did not hear he did a round. Yeah. So he went in and did a practice round, and now now. He, it's not confirmed whether or not he actually wants to try to play this year, but I think there's, I think there's something there. But it's also a good. Someone made a good point. He could go in, play one round, and then be like, "I can't play the second round." He's not taking a spot away from anyone else. He gets it because he's already won right, the Masters. Right. So he could just be like, play round one, or maybe play two rounds, and then be like, "I my knees can't take this, or my my leg can't take this for another two more days of walking." I'm going to pull myself from competition. Right. And there's no real penalty there. It's just whether or not he'd actually go do it depending on how his leg is. But I thought that was kind of interesting. So see yeah. how that's going to go. But um, I'm excited about that. That's, yeah. that. That is going to be next weekend. Uh, next Thursday is going to be Masters. So Josh and I will talk about that. Uh, Scotty Scheffler just won the Dell Technologies. He's now the number one golfer uh, in the he's world. He's been now. on a roll this year. He's, been, he's won three tournaments so far this year of the four he's entered in. Uh, he is definitely probably going in as one of the favorites to win the Masters, uh, yeah. for sure. Because I'm pretty sure he's not playing. Golfers usually do one of two things. They're either playing the Dell, and then don't play in the Valero, and then play in the Masters, or they'll play in the Valero and then go the into the Masters. Kind of good. Actually, Mickelson's not playing in the Masters for the first time, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think they a said the first time, time in like 30 years or yeah. 29 years he hasn't you know, that first time for that. So he's obviously got some other stuff going on there mm -hmm. with that. It's probably taking him away from the field but mm -hmm. um 
Okay. Uh, so, March Madness. Yeah. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about, same thing Josh and I talked about last week, is St. Petersburg rolling in and just shocking the world. Oh, it was awesome. And beating Purdue and being the first 15 seed to advance to the Elite Eight, which is... Oh, yeah. That was, it was which awesome. Is insane. Yeah, which is which is so great, and it's it's always good to see that kind of a story. And I was even more shocked at the fact that this team went uh, fifteen and eleven on their season. I know, right? That was the other thing. It's not like they were one of these like twenty three and zero mid majors that right. you know they're yeah. like okay, they're good. Like they struggled in their own conference, but it also shows like they had you know like whatever four year senior, a lot of four year players, whatever, and a lot of guys who played together. And if you get hot, you know, they had solid defense. They had yeah. people who could rebound, play good defense, and they had shooters. So, Oh, yeah. And and, uh, and that's the thing. When it comes down to March Madness and same thing when it comes down to football playoffs, if you come in playing well and you – that's – it's all – it's just one game. You just got to yeah. put it together for one game, and that's all you got to do. And, uh, and But it was great. It was awesome to watch. Um I do like the fact, I mean, obviously, you know, in the Elite Eight, I'm, okay, I'm, maybe I want them to kind of, you know, you're always kind of, I root for the underdog, but at some point, you're kind of like, I I like now that we're in, a, we're in a point where we're sitting at, we got Duke and North Carolina in the final four, yeah. and then we got Kansas and Villanova. So I do like that, like, we're not in a, because sometimes, like, the one year when it was, like, the eight seed Kentucky against the, the uh, it was the eight seed Kentucky against, like, the nine seed, or, like, six seed UConn, it's kind of like, yeah, you kind of. Well, you know, it's. I mean, with all due respect, like at some point, you know, St. Pete goes against North Carolina. That game is about how it probably should happen. So yeah. if they had won and got to the Final Four, like you know, they're going to probably get trounced. The only one that didn't was like out of the blue when you had like Butler, and not that they yeah. were a super low seed, but like. But this is the new Butler. They also had, uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, that's what I'm saying. NBA player on it too. Well, yeah, but at the time, you don't know that. So you just think, who the heck is Butler, and they're doing well. But it's not like they were 15C. They were at least right. higher. But yeah. at some point, you know, you, the pedigree is going to play out. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, I think the Duke-North Carolina would be kind of cool. I mean, they never played each other in the tournament. Nope. Um, so there's going to be a definite rivalry there. Um, and then, you know, you just got you know, Kansas-Villanova should be interesting as well. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, so the other things we're gonna run into as well too is that obviously uh, we're big. Oh, that's right. Last Josh went to the game. Unfortunately, oh, the yeah. game did not turn out as well as we would have liked. But we kind of saw the script being written right in front of us when yeah. I told you with about 16 minutes left in the game in the second half, we were down by five. We were getting all these stops, and we're putting in backs. So I go, if we stay here for another three more minutes, and it's the exact yeah. same thing we just watched, we're not winning this game. It's just because basically, like if you get down, we were saying to ourselves, like if they get up by like eight, or it gets down too low, like we don't have somebody who you can say, okay, light it up yeah, and get us like, back. Like get rolling. Defensively, we'll always stop, which we did. We kept yeah. doing. We just couldn't score. And like, the score doesn't do it justice. We did end up losing by fourteen at the end of the game. Yeah, but that's, until but, that's, but that was at the, then it was like the three minute mark. We were still only down by like six, right. or, and then like then we just couldn't. Put, and then they just kept on kind of going. And we then we were trying to chuck up stuff. And then, right, because you know, we're trying to get ourselves back. And the only thing we working, could do but, was hit threes to get yeah. caught up. So, um, but uh, no, it was. Uh, but overall, I mean, you know, now we're down here. Like as I mentioned, to the final four, we had some. Some solid Elite Eight games that 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 went well, um, but now we're sitting here um, with the Final Four, 
and I look back and this is why March Madness is great. I this is what I love about watching March Madness and and uh, it's just mm-hmm. it's a you know you you got sixty four teams rolling in. This is what people kind of like almost want the college football playoff to be on a smaller scale with eight teams. But like yeah. you just you just like that aspect of like anyone can roll in any right. given day. Absolutely. Play ball and see what happens. Heck get the tip yeah. off and see what. And also just and all the announcers they also get for that stuff too. They always oh, yeah. put together these great people. Uh, there was one broadcast for TBS that was a little bit on the. They weren't the best ones to listen to. I'm not gonna lie there, but uh, but you know they you know they were on the you know they were probably you know you got CBS's got the crew all in there and you got mm-hmm. uh, what was it uh, TNT's got the crew rolling in. True TVs, you know, TBS, right. True TVs, you know, they got the yeah. small, smaller games. But um, so something I was going to ask you now, which is a little bit of the flashback, but I didn't know, has filling out a bracket always been a thing? Uh, for as long as I can remember, yeah. Like, it, it's been around for, like, I was trying to think about, like, I have a feeling that even when I was in college, that was something that, I did. I mean, I, I wouldn't have done it prior to that. I don't think, but right. I think so. I mean, obviously, back then, you're getting it out of the newspaper, right? You know, and then you'd fill it out or whatever. So it's you know right. the the it's bigger now because of the ease. With yeah, which I was about you to say. Get there, it. It, besides the ease factor, because like uh, I know like some people like for instance like at work, there's people I work with who like never fill out a bracket until yeah. they got into a work environment, and you know it's like hey, five bucks in the pool and see if you win. Yeah, I mean, I think and, I was always, like, probably invested enough that if it was a thing, I would have done it. Yeah. Um, because I, I've done it enough even then. I did it, too, like, when you kids were, like, super little. So maybe I was, like, out of college, but I was enough to where it would be, like, ah, kind of fun for me to just yeah. kind of, you know, you're doing the whole dial-up to get to it. And then, yeah, but uh, dial-up. AOL back in the day, and then you're, like, you know. One click, wait a half second, two clicks, you know. Hey, I'm still working on my bracket. Yeah, yep. exactly. I'm at sweet 16. Yeah, click. exactly. You know, oh, click. shit. It just, somebody picked up the phone. Now I lost it. I gotta <laughs> dial back in. Wait, wait, wait. That actually happened? Oh, yeah. Well, back in the day, that's how you literally use over your phone line. So, like, you could be, like, dialing in. And it's like, <laughs> crash. And you definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Uh, by the way, congrats because you won. If you didn't know that, I with the bracket, you and I uh, like it doesn't matter who wins this week. I think you and I had different teams that were going into the final. I had Gonzaga against Arizona. I think you had Gonzaga. Yeah, against I think it's because I still have Kansas and Kansas is alive. Correct. I don't think yes. you have anybody. No, else I don't have anyone alive yeah, so in the final four, and you yeah. still have one team alive. And I think yeah. that's why. Oh no, no, I do. I have Kansas, but that's the thing. We both have the same. That's right. Oh, so we both had the same, so it doesn't matter. We're both getting the same points, or we're both not getting any points. So uh, me against you, you won. So, well, well, that's whatever. That's good. But uh, no, and uh, but yeah. It's, so what do you think of the last four? Oh, look at that! Whoa! Uh, breaking news! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruce Arians is retiring, and uh, he. Oh, he moves to the front office. Yeah, he's staying with them. And Wait, Todd, Todd Bowles, wasn't he at the Chargers? Todd Bowles was with the Jets. Oh, the Jets. He was the Jets. Um, you're thinking of um, 
Uh, oh my gosh, it's gonna bother me. Leslie Lee. Um, he was a good coach too, and they fired him. I thought he right. should have been fired. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, right. it's gonna fucking bother me what that guy's name is. Uh, but anyway, I'll think about it later. Yeah. Um, okay, that's interesting. Anyway, um, but so this weekend, so we've got yeah. Um, who do you think? Duke, North Carolina. Duke's favored by minus four, and then it's uh, Kansas and Villanova, and Kansas is favored by minus four. So I've been saying it since the beginning. The script is there. It's even more there now. Duke's gonna win against North is gonna win against North Carolina. Okay. It's gonna be tough, but um I think Duke's been playing really good basketball. So has North Carolina though. Ever since the ACC tournament, they've been on a very hot streak. Oh yeah. Um and the honestly the Nova Kansas game to me is like a toss up on who's gonna go. Yeah. I want to go with Villanova because more recently they've been to the Final Four a lot more recently than Kansas. And Kansas hasn't been there in a while. They've usually been at Sweet 16 or Elite 8, bow right. out. And so I'm going to go with Kansas. But if I was betting, I would think I would take Villanova with the points. Okay. But I'm going to go Duke and Kansas in the finals. And then who do you think is going to win? A Duke. Oh, you're going Duke's right. I, I, I'm literally sticking with the script and story of uh, okay. John Elway going to the Super Bowl and he's going to retire and go off in the sunset. That is what I literally think is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I. Uh, well, there's just me like who I maybe who I think and who I want. But definitely, I, I figure that'll just be a good game. I think you're probably right. I think Duke maybe has a little more momentum. But I would prefer North Carolina to win. Like I don't, I don't want Duke to do anything. Yeah. Um, and then the other side, like, if I didn't know it was Coach K's last year, I would, I would probably want Kansas to either win the title because of Big Twelve. Yeah. Or I would want North Carolina to win the right, title because thing. Like, they've been playing so Kansas well. Kansas is because like, it's their last, it's his last year. I'm kind of like, well, I mean, all right, if he, you know, I had the chat with a guy that I worked with today. It was basically. like, I'll, I'll root for Kansas in the sense that it's Big 12, although I don't like Kansas and I don't want them to no. keep like winning. Like I hate that. Yeah. But them winning it all, just like Baylor last year, continues to show that the Big 12 is like a major conference. Which so. it did show in the first round, which by the way, oh, 100%. because it's same, I mean, every year it's always Big 10 basketball, the Big 10 basketball. Right. And then every year, and now, because listen, ACC and Big 12, I'm just saying they show up in the tournament. That's right, exactly. But Big Ten's nowhere to be found. And Villanova, like they're they're good and they've they've been there. I just I said this to Josh the other day, and I have no reason why, but I just I don't like that coach. I hate that coach. Jay Wright. Yeah, I don't know why. He just <laughs> he looks like a frat guy that got old that I don't like. So I have nothing against him. He always seems super nice. The teams win, but like, no way, not picking him. Okay, so you're Kansas. I'll I'll, I'll root for Kansas all the way. Yeah, but who do you think's gonna win? I don't actually know. Like I, don't, I mean, me picking one over the other is completely arbitrary. Like I, I'm not. I haven't watched it close enough to be like, oh well, Pablo, <laughs> Pablo's gonna, you know, be able to blah blah blah. That's, hey, listen, that's all that matters. I'm just listen. I'm just asking man to man who you think is gonna win. I think Kansas. I think they're playing hot. I think if they beat Villanova, yeah, they'll yeah, be. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm gonna pick Kansas. That's who I'm picking. And you think North Carolina and Duke? Who do you think's gonna win that one? I think North Carolina is going to stick it to, to Shashevsky, and I'll be happy about it. 
I will say you know, because every time I I've can actually, also see that too though is that North Carolina is going to roll in and be like, by the way, what we did to you guys. Well, uh, here's what I know: if I just said Duke, every time I've picked Duke in a bracket, which is why I never pick them anymore, they always screw me. That's yeah, that, that's true. Like, there's just certain teams that I will never pick, no matter if it was like Christian Leitner in the you know is their heyday with Hurley and all that. I'm not picking them because they. Fucked me so many times. Yeah. To me, that team is definitely... Gonzaga. Gonzaga is now on that list. Yeah, I will Gonzaga never to pick me Gonzaga is now on that again. list. I'm not picking Gonzaga to win it all. Ever again. Anymore. Never. Uh, now, they're probably never going to be in that spot for quite a while, but... Yeah. Uh, and Georgetown. Well, Georgetown, after the Ewing days, to me, they got upset so... In, like, the early 2010s, they got upset so many times, and I, I used to yeah, always pick them to go somewhere. They're so off the radar, yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, okay, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, it should be good. So the final four is gonna be played on Saturday. Villanova and Kansas are first, and then um, Duke and uh, North Carolina are at night on Saturday. Championship game is gonna be on Monday. Yeah. Um, so and actually, the the also kind of neat thing though is that if North Carolina and Villanova win, it's gonna be a rematch of the national championship from 2016. Yeah. They do end up playing against each other. Um, but yeah. Uh okay great yeah we're actually doing great on time so far I'm about right right where I said we're gonna be at All right. okay so pop culture that's what we got uh, next then we're gonna roll into some nostalgia so okay yeah slap her around the world okay so what did you did you watch the Oscars no I don't watch it's too okay. woke for me to watch it's right? uh um, I saw it all the next day you know when I was a kid it seemed like it was something more fun to watch and. Oh yeah, I would say, um, to put this in a nice way, within. Listen, I got. I have. I used to like Jimmy Kimmel as a late night host. I feel like now it's more of a political late night host, and course, and yeah. that's why I'm not a big fan of it anymore. I just I like those shows because they play fun games, they interview people, and they. You like those shows because they weren't political. Right, just, and now I don't like that it is because if I go, if I wanted to watch that, I would have watched Fox News, or I would have watched CNN, 100%. or, or yeah. NBC, MSN, or whatever yeah. the hell that they like. And so with the Oscars, he obviously he hosted the Oscars a few times. It's on ABC, I believe. On the is the Oscars is on ABC. Well, I did probably. I don't know. If it's... Um, uh, but so it just kind of turned, and then there's you know stuff's been kind of going on, which you know I, I get it, but it just. Didn't become, and also just in general, I mean, the as you could see, people also realized it because their viewership went from forty million oh, down to ten million. It's horrible. The and last, now the Golden Globes were done on Twitter. Yeah, because the last but that's three to four thing, years, but. to me, like I, T and I used to like, we would totally be in for the Oscars. Yeah, like, it'd be the night. Same. We'd watch the red carpet. You'd write down all the movies, and honestly, I'd tell you, I had this conversation today. Like, maybe as far as like four or five years ago. The movies that started winning, like, Best Picture, you'd be like, you'd start watching them, and you're like... To me, The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water won, I yeah, think, the, in 2016. The fish guy? Yeah, the fish one with the girl who fell in love with the fish. No, the, the other one, the year before that, was that uh, Starlight, Searchlight, or whatever, with... Moonlight? Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. You know, that wins, and you're like... I watched that movie, and I'm like, this one, Best Picture? And look... That my, my Herschel Al, whatever his name is, yeah, great actor. Oh, he's a great actor. But he was barely in that movie, and he won. Yeah. And so, like from about like that point forward, you're right. Then there was the fish movie, 
And then all these others that are nominated, even this year, like that Power of the Dog, that thing sucked ass. It was horrible. <laughs> Mom and I watched that, and I'm just like, this sucks. Like, who thinks this is good? Uh, so that's part of it. But, like, yeah, I used to always be in it. But now it's just like, you know, they all these rich folks get on there, and they just start talking their politics, which, regardless of which side you like to be on, that's not why you watch those shows. You watch those shows to sort of, like, get a caught up in the moment and see the fashion and all that stuff and then you oh, know yeah. watching some rich elitist talk about something because yeah i if i was a multi-millionaire i could decide i want to be like an you know evangelist yeah. or something you know oh yeah okay so since you but mentioned yeah. it i'm gonna here i got it i'm gonna roll through you uh okay so we're gonna go from 2006 to present and you can definitely tell though where these movies start to where it flips. Okay. 2006, best best picture is The Departed. Awesome. 2007, No Country for Old Men. Great. 2008, Slumdog Millionaire. Pretty good. Pretty good. Lost Out to Milk. Okay, and both, you know. Um, 2009, The Hurt Locker. Good movie. Which, that year, by the way, wow. These were the movies that were up, though, for it. Hurt Locker, Avatar, The Blind Side, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Precious, and then uh, Up. Well, and The Hurt Locker was an okay movie. Like, when I watched it, I didn't think it was great. Shouldn't have won Best Picture, but it was good. Oh, I liked it. Uh, 2010, The King's Speech. Great. Which went up against uh, Inception, True Grit, The Fighter, Black Swan, and 127 Hours. Great which movies. Which, that's a, that's a great that's set a of That's a good run, right yeah. That, that's pretty solid. Toy Story 3 even kind of got thrown in. And Social Network also got thrown yeah, in Not there. bad. Okay. 2011 was The Artist. I don't know if, which uh, which uh, the movies that lost out that of note would have been Midnight in Paris and Moneyball. Okay, um, lost out to it. 2012 was Argo. Good movie. Which lost out to Life of Pi, Django Unchained, and Silver Linings Playbook. All good movies. All good movies there. Yeah. 2013, 12 Years a Slave. Good movie. Which lost out to Dallas Buyers Club, and Wolf of Wall Street, and American okay. Hustle. Okay. 2013, Birdman or unex- uh, the unexpected yep. virtue of okay, that ignorance. Okay, pretty good. Uh, okay, 2015, Spotlight. <laughs> you didn't like Spotlight? No, No, wait, which one is Spotlight? No, no, Spotlight's the one that was about Boston, the newspaper that broke the story about oh, the Catholics. Oh, no, that was good. I was thinking of the one we no, were no, talking no. about. No, 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 no. Because 2016 is Moonlight. <laughs> That's the start. Yeah. That okay right so by the way in 2015 which is, I definitely remember watching this this is when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio won Best Actor because it went up against Spotlight The Big Short Mad Max Fury Road The Martian The Revenant and Room all of those were good. and Room which are all great, great movies then it went up against 2016 Moonlight won which honestly when I look at these other movies here I definitely could have picked yeah what are the other ones uh, Moonlight went up against Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, and Manchester by the Sea. Which honestly, I think Hidden Figures. Well, La La Land, and the La Hacksaw Land. Ridge, like. Yeah. Hacks- okay. Yeah. So then, then I'm not. Even, so yeah. Moonlight. Then it went Shape of Water, yeah. Green Book. Okay, Green Book was good. Parasite. Eh, not bad. Good movie, uh, but no, no Man Land. No Man Land. No Man Land. Land. No Mad Land. No Mad Land. That's wow! I don't even know what the fuck. That I is. think is that the one with, um, 
That's the one that's got. Um, oh fuck! I know those actors. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so again, and yeah. in Coda. Right. Yeah. That that's what won in twenty twenty one. Well, that's yeah. That's whatever. So, that's but when he started to have quotas. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so now, as now as we know now, uh, which is again what my pop culture news is about is. Uh, which is again what was hosting about is and he was hosting this was the year that uh uh, king richard yep will smith was the star of king richard which is about venus and serena williams which by the way did you see did you hear about the nip slip uh, venus williams apparently had a slight slight Slight, uh, but because I heard it like after, then they were like, uh, because someone made a joke and they were like, All you know is the slap, but no one even remembers there was a nip slip on TV, but it was so quick you didn't even see it. But like, that's that's what I heard. Um, that's what I heard, heard, um, no, and so, uh, but then so Chris Rock goes up there, does this Chris Rock thing, which I don't know about you, but I love, I like Chris Rock. Chris Rock is awesome, Chris Rock is he's he's great, and uh. He makes a joke about Jada Williams. Oh, that's right. Jada Pinkett makes a joke about her being in G.I. Jane 2, which had you seen G.I. Jane 1? Okay. I did not know what the movie was at all. Yeah, Demi Moore. Yes. Yep. Looked it up. Saw that. So I was like, okay. Made a joke. And then there's. So basically, well, which Will Smith found to be right, funny. which Will Smith, oh, sorry, Will Smith on camera did start to laugh. Jada did not. Gave her husband the look of "I am not laughing at this." Right. Yes. He then gets up and and uh, goes up to Chris Rock. Chris Rock is up there. He's laughing. He's like, "Okay, all right." And he yeah, puts right. his hands behind his back. And then, bam, right across his mic on his face, just takes it right in the teeth, turns around. Chris Rock's like, you know, I just got slapped the shit out of by Will Smith. And then he's like, uh, and then Will Smith is starts then screaming, like, don't quit talking about my effing wife. Quit talking yeah. about my fucking wife. And he's like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Don't talk about my fucking wife. Okay. And then it all ends, goes out, boom. So I didn't know anything about that until I was listening to my radio show the next morning. I had no idea what happened until I was yeah, listening. It was like yeah. slap heard around the world. And I was like, what the fuck? Because again, didn't watch it. Right. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I go, well, okay, it's it's probably staged. It's probably like all staged. Whatever. I watched the video for the very first one. Also, I kind of see or whatever. When Will Smith's on national TV, it cut out. I hear Will Smith yelling, but on the oh, channels okay. you did. You was noted. You didn't hear him yelling on US TV. In Japan and Australia, they, the feed wasn't cut. So you could hear Will Smith yelling. Um, it was bleeped, but he was yelling. Um, and that's when I knew there's no way this is that this is staged. If it was staged, you definitely would not have wanted Will Smith to be swearing on TV. And you wouldn't have cut it from the US feed. You would have kept yeah. it like, hey, yeah. all right, Chris, don't talk no, about my wife. Come it, on, don't yeah. talk about my wife like that. It no. would have been a lot more tamer. And the fact that then on commercial break, Denzel Washington, Bradley Cooper came up, calmed him down because he was all hopped up. Mm-hmm. But this is what I will say. Kudos to Chris Rock for keeping it together to then roll into the, the, the documentary for, you know, winner for best documentary and then just kind of keep it rolling. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like that's – I mean you talk about a professional. <laughs> the dude just got smacked in the face on national TV. Yeah. 
and played it. I was probably so stunned that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. That, but it just so ridiculous. I, so many levels. So then, here's what. So I was listening to uh, Dan Patrick, who did uh, an absolutely great job recapping it on his Monday show. And he basically, oh, um, he basically said, you could definitely tell if you watch the video again. Might want to let that one kind of sit before you open it. Uh, Chris Rock, after it all happens, he goes, man, okay, I could say something. Uh, no, I keep some. He says, I could say something. Like, almost he's about to say, man, I could, I could say a couple things up here. And Dan Patrick on his show, he was like, I think Chris Rock wanted to say, uh, you slapped the wrong guy. Exactly. Uh, I don't know the, why you're up here slapping me. I'm oh, the one who slept with yeah, your wife. And, yeah. like, I'm not the one that had an indiscretion. No. And uh, yeah. and that was the whole thing. And I, I guess my, I guess you kind of gave it, but like, I guess, one, did you think it was staged? And two, like, I guess no. what are your kind of thoughts on it? Like, And people were kind of... I think it's... Uh, I'll do it as politically correct as I can in this without... I, I think it's... I think it was ridiculous i think it was ridiculous that then they like he goes up there and they give him a standing ovation i think yeah, jim carrey came out a lot of comedians are back i loved jim carrey's response to that yeah a lot of comedians are backing up uh chris rock and basically being like i understand but well like- first of all it, it sends the wrong message that people can do that which is where we are today in society blah, blah, blah. people can do that stuff without consequences uh, i also found out afterwards now i don't know whether this is the academy trying to cover their own ass or not, but I read today that like apparently they asked him to leave and he refused. I did see that. Here's what I know. I'd like to know what was that conversation though. Right. Well, here's the thing. Someone brought it up, mentioned it today. Is I mean they already know he won best act. Like the Academy knew he won best actor. Yes. So if they boot him, and technically I believe he also knows as well. I don't think they know. No. You don't think they know? No. I I thought that okay. Either way, so no, you, but. In theory, if they boot him, then when they announce him, it makes it an even bigger deal because right. now he's not there for the award. Yeah. But I listen, there's just so many things about it. Like, imagine if the races were different or anything around that. Like, yeah, no, I know. I, I thought just, it, there's I so thought many it layers to that. There were a lot of things if it was different. And, and I just find it stupid that, like, first of all, that apology that he came out afterwards is completely stupid because in the moment later in the show when he's mea culpa and love and blah 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 he doesn't actually apologize to Chris Rock so it only comes out afterwards when his team goes uh, you're getting a lot of negative press here you better say something um, yeah and well and and did uh, you hear by the way too that there's been a um, uh, there was a fake apology that was circulating from Chris Rock that you know, somebody threw out on Facebook and then it gets resent a whole bunch of times, which is basically somebody just wrote it like saying, I shouldn't have made the joke and blah, blah, blah. So he's, he hasn't responded, but his team has basically said that is not, that is fake. All I've heard from Chris Rock's, we'll say, camp is that Chris Rock did not know that she had a condition. That's very possible, although I doubt that. But I think that's probably spinning on his part because... Yeah, but also like... The other thing too is that um, Adam Sadler came out, or he didn't. He just kind of said like, you know, I'm just hope my buddy's doing okay. And like a lot of comedians come out, and they're just like, we just don't want it. Then right. now, so what? Now we have to 
again, comedians, I think, already have it hard enough as it is now yeah. in, in the day and age that we're in. But well, that... it's very possible he didn't know she had a condition, right? And I guarantee, like, he knows, okay, tell me the celebrities that are sitting right up front, right? So he yeah. already knows that Will Smith and Jada are there. So he's like, okay, yeah. he probably sees a picture. She's bald. Let me do that. Bottom line, she's had pretty short and high and tight hair most of her career anyway. So yeah. it's plausible. But, again, it's a G.I. Jane joke. Like, it, Yeah, and those are two... So, uh, by the way, and she looks gorgeous. Yeah, bald. I know, like, yeah. So it's oh, not yeah. like you're ripping on her going like, oh, you look like shit and you're bald. Yeah. It's like... I mean, even uh, for uh, Mad Max Fury Road... Um, oh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah. she went... Uh, hold on, I'm going to stop this for a second. Okay, sorry about that. We had a good conversation going, but uh, my computer screen went black there for a second. But anyway, uh, so we were talking about uh, with Jada Pinkett. Yeah, that Charlize Theron, she went bald and she, and she looked she looked good. And, but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I think that, you know, it obviously happened, you know, recently. It's going to be interesting over the next week or two, just what's going to come out from it. Um, it's just one of those things where you as a parent teach your kid to not act in violence when there's something that with someone does something it should yeah. be more of a situation where obviously the path that should have been taken is even if will smith does go up on the stage goes up on the stage and then just says hey chris uh let's cool it on on the joke or even just afterwards says right cool it on the joke. well you also wonder like would will smith have gone up there if that was ricky gervais that's the other thing I've been seeing a lot too, because Ricky Gervais used to go in. He slams. On, he would go in on people, and that's I know, and that and you play that game. It's always like, what if and what would happen, and and you never really know. And it's one of those things where I'm, I'm glad it wasn't that case. I think it'd be a lot different, but it's just one of those things where I just would hope that knowing what happened, that it's a situation that's unfortunate that it did happen, but that then moving forward, there can definitely be a guideline of like, hey, like. Not that we even had to be reminded of it. Like, let's not do this crap. But, but you know, we need to... Again, it's... Yeah. So it's... It gets you know, into that. I think... Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so that was obviously... And they haven't really... They haven't spoken in any interviews or anything. So maybe by next week, Josh and I might discuss it a little bit to see if they both said something by then. But um, uh, with our last bit... A uh, little bit of time here... I'm basically going to run through here with you. We've mm -hmm. got we're winding the clocks back. Um, uh, not to completely show your age here, but we're gonna say so. When you born in the '70s, you are like in the '70s. You're like you're like elementary, right? Yeah. Yes. So, like sports is probably similar to what I was, which is a lot of like. What either for you, you had an older brother, so it's kind of like whatever your older brother's kind of watching, yeah. or they're kind of watching, or whatever your dad's kind of watching, you're just kind of watching. 100%. So it probably wasn't until you were in like middle school, high school, you started getting more into sports. But I guess my first question to start off with is, as I know, but back before you could like, I can I can log on and watch any game I really want, yeah, and watch it about any time. So for you in Iowa, though, for the time that you did live in Iowa. For football games on a Sunday, is it pretty much how we see it now where it was Fox, CBS, Sunday Night Football? It was two games. Like, you got the... Was it at least local? So people are... Like, or was it everyone in the U.S. pretty much got the same game? No, I think there was some regionality to okay. it. But generally, like, we would probably get the Bears. Okay. You know, so, but, like, yeah, it was... You would get... I guess it's kind of like what it would be today where, like, one network would get the two games... 
and another network gets like one game. Right. But that's all you could get. Yes. Um, so yeah, like that's back when like Monday Night Football was the shit because yeah. that's that you just watched that period. Right. You know. Now, who for you growing up were the announcers for football? Oh, Summerall Madden. Summerall Madden. Oh yeah, that was like the class, like the heyday. That was just they were the shit all yeah. along. Like earliest memory like you'd have the Monday night crews that would bury like Michaels Gifford all that kind of stuff and they were mm-hmm. fine but like my jam was Summer All Madden was like the shit so were you always into football then as a kid always watching football I was pretty much into Sunday? every single sport yeah but a lot of it like cause back then like if you didn't like the game then you would just walk outside and play sports I mean like yeah. I, I mean I played football constantly with like neighborhood kids and we played baseball constantly and like um so that was pretty much it. But Did like you, nowhere near like probably what you and Josh do because you guys have it literally at your fingertips. So you're in you can be into it a lot more. Like for me to be into it, like I'm only gonna watch the one yeah. game. So Yeah, I guess it's also and obviously highlights is yeah, like then, then you're just watching ESPN and like the whole like even you saw something like back when like Berman and them they would do those highlights, like you totally locked into that. But yeah. If you got the Vikings on, then you watched it. But it was just like whatever game was on TV, you basically watched and enjoyed it. So, yeah. So okay. So then, what about like I obviously know now that we're big Vikings fans, Iowa State sports. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, did you watch NBA? Did you did you not really watch the NBA a lot? Was it kind of like if it was on? Like, yeah, you I mean, like it? little, kind of, not much, but like. When I got older, like in college and that, I would. Like, when I was in college, my... I mean, that was the that was Jordan's first run. So, like, I graduated college in 93. He won 91, oh, 92, yeah. 93. So, like, I'm in college and distinctly remember being in bars when it was, like, the Bulls-Knicks, like, battles for those years. And then when they would beat the Knicks, they would have to go against the Pistons. And then it was, like... Yeah. You know, I, um, I mean, I remember being in bars, you know, when Starks is... You know the Knicks bad guy, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like though, you know, being underage, drinking in a bar in Ames was like that. Was that whole run, right? Um, which was probably my biggest, like, where I remember just being like, hell yeah, we're going to the bars, and I'm actually at a bar. I'm watching that game, those yeah. games, and like Jordan in that first championship against the Lakers, where he goes up and does like the switch, yeah. you know. Um, like all that stuff was like heyday of my like college. So then, when you watched the Last Dance, that's like reminiscent. Oh, that, that was that's that like was you're like, going back in a time. Yeah, period. because also then shortly out of college, I mean, by the second three championships, I mean you're basically that's when I'm like a parent. Like I'm yeah, that that's ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Right. So that's like heyday. Um, when I was younger, though, I did watch basketball because, like, I remember, like, loving, you know, Dr. J and watching Larry Bird and stuff. Like, never did, like, mm-hmm. the Lakers. Um, so, definitely that. I watched a lot. When I was young, I watched a lot of baseball because that's back when when you did have cable. Uh, you got TBS. So, they played every Atlanta Braves game. So, you could always see an Atlanta Braves game. And you also had WGN, which means you could always watch Cubs games. Hmm. So, like, that was the closest thing. And you figure over the summer, like, every single day, you could pretty much probably catch either a Braves or a Cubs game. So, you just throw baseball on, and then we'd go out and play wiffle ball, like, constantly. Yeah. So, 
that's probably the closest. Now, but your grandpa was a big Cubs fan. Huge right? Cubs. I was a Cardinals fan when I was younger. Like yeah. Ryan, we were all Cardinals fans. Grandpa was a, a Cubs fan. Really wasn't until I got here. Like I didn't hate the Cubs, but like because I was a Cardinals fan, you know. And I, I mean, I remember when like Cardinals, you know, would win their World Series. Ozzie Smith, all of that kind of stuff was like. That's when I really followed baseball a lot, mm-hmm. and then when baseball had like its first major lockout. That was in like the late '80s, I think. Yeah, that's kind of when it just faded for me, where it was like, eh, you know. So I never really got back right. into it on like watching baseball regularly. But when I was young, I probably watched more baseball than anything else. Yeah. Um, what about like what about like golf? No, not not a ton of golf at all um, until, like, I mean, you might catch something on there, but, like, my dad was never really watched it, and so, like, not until I really got older did I start watching golf. Okay, so I asked... Like, this, Tiger Woods really probably is what okay, got me into so that. So that was my next question. So I remember I asked this... Mom was on the show a while back, um, and we were talking about it. Can you... Because Mom says she kind of remembers, but just, obviously, you watch Jordan in the 90s, I mean, what was what was that like when you're watching golf, but you're watching this kid Tiger Woods in the '90s and early 2000s just absolutely take over? This it was awesome. Golf? It was awesome. I mean, like it started out that first Masters, like you're just rooting for him because he's a young kid, and then you're just like, this kid is just winning everything, and you loved him, so you're just like, heck yeah, this is awesome. Well, also talking about like the 2000 season, you're 29, mom's 27, and yeah. Liddy wins three of the four majors and holds oh, all yeah. four at one point. It was it was it was cool because that's what got you into it because then you're watching somebody that you could root for. Um, yeah, it was that that pretty much is what kind of got you into it um, because he was the name, you know. Otherwise, it was like something in the background like you'd watch it but it wasn't yeah I mean now like when golf is on like I'll sit and you know obviously yeah, watch right. golf yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah and that's the thing too because obviously TV now is just way different yeah. but that was just and like I have a few I have a few very distinct memories like I was well at the time I think when the Vikings played the Raiders in the Super Bowl I want to say it was like 76 or something I mean I'm like 4 or 5 so all I remember is I, I recall knowing they were in the Super Bowl and watching the game and rec- being self-aware enough to know like hey we're gonna lose here and this sucks um but the other one i was like the the vikings browns playoff or last game of the season that allowed the vikings in the playoffs like mm-hmm. i remember like and i was young but i totally remember that game the the comeback the plays mm-hmm. um i shared like that day we had walked to basically call it a CVS Ben Franklin but it was like walked mm-hmm. got candy put my quarter in for the little gumball thing where you can get an NFL flag actually got a Viking flag that day mm-hmm. came home watched the game stuck that little flag right in the TV turn knob you know cause you know remote then put it on there watched us come back and like that miracle at the end like mm-hmm. I that whole scenario Rashad Ahmad Rashad um, yeah, everything about the Joe Sensor pass where he laterals at Ted Brown, like runs, like everything about that game. I remember the end. That's like a very vivid memory. And then other stuff would be like because my dad was a Bears fan. I remember being younger, like when Walter Payton. Like I'm not a Bears fan, but I loved watching Walter Payton. And so mm-hmm. I remember like literally sitting with my dad. That's usually what I do on Sundays. You'd go down and just watch football with dad. It was generally the Bears. And then. Uh, 
Like, I remember watching the game when he got the NFL rushing record, like, mm. stuff like that. Like, I remember some of those kind of memories. Was there – so, I'll ask a two-part question. Part one will be – And my dad took us to games, too. So, like, I remember going to Soldier Field when I was little and going oh, to Bears okay. games. Or yeah. we'd go to a Bears-Vikings game with him. You know, so I probably went to three or four games. I never went to Minnesota. He took Ryan. But, like, I, I was in the old – you know, in Soldier Field when I was a little kid. Hmm, that's kind of cool. One of the coolest things I remember, too, is like a, one of those vendor dudes, right, with pretzels, like flipping them like rows over. You know, so you're a little kid and you see, you know, you know how you see vendor guys stay. They throw beers, they do whatever. Like, yeah. this dude is flinging like, you know, pretzels halfway down an aisle, two rows over, like where the crowd was going wild. It was the coolest thing in the world because you're like, what the heck is this? Dad, I, just <laughs> want, I want a pretzel and can I get the guy from over there to throw yeah. it to me, you know, because he's just on a dime so it was just little shit like that is what I remember yeah oh yeah that's yeah oh yeah that, I, that's that's pretty cool um, and uh, so the other thing I was going to ask you too was um, so with football do you remember as a kid like I'm not going to say maybe as a kid I'll say you could do as young as you like or a, as old as you kind of want to go but what was your favorite Viking that's Maybe not in the ring of honor of, of Vikings players. Mm. Well, Tommy Kramer was, I love Tommy too many He times. might be, but like, yeah. But I mean, but you know what I mean? I mean, you can't, yep. like, Randy Moss is too easy. Right, yeah. Or um, like, or like, or, but yeah, Tommy Kramer, that's a good one. Yeah, Tommy was, was great. Joe Sensor was an awesome tight end. Um, uh, Jordan, uh, it's actually, what's his name? Cam Jordan's father. Steve Jordan was oh, a tight end. Yeah. He was really solid. Uh, Keith Millard, awesome. Chris Dolman, like lineman, you know. Oh, Keith yeah. Millard, Chris Dolman. Chris Dolman. Um, Scott Studwell was an awesome linebacker. Now, um, what about if you, I don't know as a kid, if like, I'm sure jerseys were like a big thing, but if you get a non-Viking jersey, like when you were a kid, like what was the jersey you would have wanted as a kid? I That wasn't as big of a deal back then. Um, I didn't really, there just wasn't thinking about getting other people's stuff. I remember one time I had, I almost became a Chargers fan. I don't know why. I was a little kid. I wanted a Vikings like winter coat. Mom was like, I can't get one. And I just randomly said, well, if you can find Chargers, I'll wear that. I think it was at the height of Dan Fouts. So. Was the Power Blues though? Eric Coryell, Dan yeah. Fouts, like, you know. Kellen Winslow. Exactly. You know, so. AFC non-competition, you know, whatever. But no, like the whole Jersey thing wouldn't have been like it is today, where you just kind of get somebody's because you appreciate them. Yeah. Um, it would have been all Vikings. Now, I I did hear someone say this because uh, some people have different opinions about jerseys. Some people are like, "You're yeah. wearing another guy's." Yeah. Like what he wears to the office. And I'm like, that would be a pretty funny, as we talked about earlier, is that then you go to McDonald's and you're like, hey, I got your right. uniform on, John. Like, I'm rude. Hey, I got, yeah. I'm repping you today. And it's like, you know, you got John's McDonald's uniform on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like people that say that shit, though, man, they just, I don't know. I don't think they're happy in life. It's like. No, if you, if you say that, you don't get it then. That's my point. You don't like, get it. I'm getting, first of all, why are you knocking my enjoyment? Like, you're ridiculing me because I'm getting into something that I like. So, 
I don't know, why do you why do you catch a fish and hang it on your wall? I think that's pretty it, stupid. Exactly, right? <laughs> why do you wear fucking Nike because you know your athlete wear it? Like this, it's just stupid, you know. Yeah, like I I just you're showing appreciation for your team, you know. Listen, I'm gonna wear if I want to get a Justin Jefferson jersey. The guys made me happier on Sundays, and, and so I right, mean, and I agree. It's like people just don't get into it enough. It's like. It, you know, it's yeah. like I can talk freely about I literally I was talking to a girl today. I was like, it was good to know you. And I was talking about Iowa State and she's from Michigan and so she loves Michigan. She's talking about doesn't like Michigan State. I'm like, Oh, I hate the Hawkeyes. Like I literally I do not like I hate the Hawkeyes, like period. Yeah. I can be- I, I get almost as much, if not more, enjoyment when they lose than when we win. It's yeah. just But if you don't if you can't understand that same thing as somebody wearing a jersey like you're just never going to understand it then. it's uh it's some people always ask me like how come like you don't like the bears like oh come on like you always got to rip on the bears i'm like listen if i grew up in detroit if i grew up in in green bay i'm sure i might feel the same way but you as a first grader until i graduated high school listen Everyone knew oh, I was I a Vikings fan. You, yeah. Everyone was a Vikings fan. I was a Vikings fan. Everyone else is Bears fans. Listen, they're talking crap about my team. I'm going to talk crap back. And no offense yeah. to Bears fans, but they're more vocal than other fans. Nothing to them. Respect them as a fan base. Right. But I'm like, so naturally, if I walk in on a Sunday and I win, you lose, I get some enjoyment out of that because you guys Hell are all yeah. talking smack. So, yeah. Maybe I do like now when I'm older. And well, I like again, it's like one of those. Uh, <laughs> somebody's like, "Oh, you, you can't even root for the Bears or whatever." And I always turn around. So you're gonna root for the Packers, right? And they immediately will go, "No, no, I can't." Root. Right. Well, then okay. Well, then shut the fuck up. It's like, totally. no, I'm never gonna root for the Hawkeyes. I don't give a shit. You can say, <laughs> "Oh, well, Cyclones here," and I'm gonna I'm like, "Nope, ain't gonna happen." There's no chance I'm rooting for the Bears to win ever in any scenario <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh, sorry to our Bears audience, but no. no but, listen, but and I'm sure they're the going to do the same. Like, no, you yeah. really think they're I ever going to root for Packers. the Packers? Like, oh, North Division? No. No. Yeah, no. It's, uh, yeah, no kidding. Um, so, uh, fuck, I was going to ask you about something else I can't remember now because we were talking about. Um, Tennis was something so, too when I was so, younger. I played all the time, but like I mean, I went to a U.S. Open, which was super cool. When we were out there, like that's oh, another that's cool. thing that my parents took me to that was a really cool experience that I, you know, didn't get ever go to. But like Appreciate that was Pete Sampras. Um, no, I, he might have been in that time frame. But he definitely was around then, yeah. But that was just an awesome experience to go watch that live. Um, was pretty cool and then I've been to a couple like John Deere Classic when it first started out there yeah. my dad was working for Deere and so we got the tickets and all that kind of shit that was yeah. that was awesome got loaded got yelled at by a pro didn't get kicked out but it was good Right. Basically, you forget how loud your voice is, pretty much, and you're like, "Right, oh, I could have made that." And the dude actually turned and looked at us. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally like me, Ryan, and Greg just fucking shit face. Yeah. You know? Oh shit. Um, no. So I guess the last thing I was going to ask you about some uh, a football thing was going to be, do you have, if you know, if I ask you what's the best. Either you might have already said it, I guess, with your best game, but if you know what, what, because what, but what was the best Super Bowl you ever watched? If you know it off the top of your head, or do you, if you have that answer, um, to you, uh, no, I don't think I do. I've had some good Super Bowl nights, like when I was in college, that ended up being a really good night, regardless yeah. of the outcome of the game. 
Um, because uh, I know yeah. for me, my number one Super Bowl, I think the best Super Bowl I think I ever watched, and it has to do with what you said though. If I if it probably have another one later in life, but I had all friends over in the basement when I was a senior in high school. Seahawks, Patriots, Malcolm Butler picks off in the end zone. That was probably about one of the best Super Bowls I ever watched because yeah. of the atmosphere I was in at the time and the game itself, even though I definitely wanted Seattle to win and did not want the Patriots, but the shock factor of that at the end. You had friends over here? Yeah, we had all really? of. Uh, it was when I was dating uh, Paige Passione at the time. Oh, it was when yeah, I was with yeah. friends like Dom and Kyle and yeah, a bunch yeah. of those guys that were from Nequa. They all came over, and That's my right. friends were all over here, and we were all over here watching the game, yeah. and uh, and we were all in the basement. Like you asked, like I remember the Scott Norwood missing against the Giants. Like I remember, like all that was in college for all that stuff. Yeah. So the four years that the Bills went. I was in college oh, yeah, for shit. that. Yeah, that, yeah that's the, all you're the, in college, The Cowboys, too. when they had their run, I was in college because that's when they beat them. So then even – so and you mentioned the Braves before, too. So the 90s Braves, you would have been in college for for that. But I don't know if that's even that big of a thing. But, I mean, the 90s Braves, they won, like, you know, division – I think they won World Series yeah. that time, too. But um, Yeah, like, you know, those, those years I would pay attention to. Like, when you're in um, college, you watch whatever, you know. Uh, oh, I got a good question for you. Uh, Barry Bonds, should he be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. What Pete Rose? Yes, I both. They all should. I think Roger Clemens should. Listen, there's plenty of people that did whatever they did, so I think it's ridiculous. I've always felt that like you can be as jacked as you want, you still got to hit the fucking ball. So I and and I think even if outside of his Barry Bonds, outside mm -hmm. of the home run part. He's a hell of a player. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I, I just, I, he's too good of a player to think that. And when you know whether he bad or not, he bad on himself and all that kind of stuff. Like, okay, whatever. Like, it's about the greatest players to play, and he is. So take all that other crap out of it. I, I'm okay if you don't want to call Barry Bonds a home run king. Oh yeah, but you can still take away two hundred of his home runs. He still is a five. He still is a five. That's my point. Run. Is like if you want to put him in the Hall of Fame and not call. And him he also he also is one of only four people to ever have a 40-40 season. And he did it when he was on the Pirates, and he was a, he could still basically hit like, home runs. And with Pete Rose, it's one of those things where when so for instance when the whole Matt Stafford thing was coming about with being a Hall of Famer, and people were like, I don't know, you know, he, this guy's not a Hall of Famer. It's not like everyone can just get in. Deion Sanders did an interview and he said it best. He said, a Hall of Famer is two things. One, can you tell the story of the game without the person? If you can tell it without that person, they're not a Hall of Famer. But if you can't tell the story of that game without that person, he's a Hall of Famer. And if you don't even got to think about it. Right. If there, if you have to hesitate, then Deion says he's not a Hall of Famer. Now, I don't know about that part, but the first part of it is true. You can't tell the story of baseball without Pete Rose and Barry Bonds. Right, right. I a hundred percent they should be in there. Now, someone to me like Alex Rodriguez, I don't know if he he's on that. He's now is in that position that Barry Bonds was in because he's been popped twice for PEDs of being in after the state. Now, also, this doesn't do they didn't test in the steroid era either. 
Exactly. That's but what I'm they saying. They started this, testing after. There's so and then many they, variables there. Yeah. But again, like I can jack myself up and be stronger. Yep, I'm cheating the system, all of that. There's still a level, there's plenty of super strong people that can't play football, that can't hit a baseball. Yeah. So maybe gave them that little extra. But like some of these guys that are being held out, like to your point, skim off a certain amount and they're still fucking way better than a lot of people. Yeah, you can take probably the first half of Barry Bonds' career and you'd still probably put him in the Yeah, game. I mean, even like the Roger Clemens of the world. Okay, so if they're strong, okay, maybe he's throwing it a little bit faster. But most pitchers, it's about placement, not yeah, speed. Yeah, you still have control. I mean, look at Greg, Greg Maddox. Like, that guy was amazing and he looks like, you know, your neighbor over here. That, yeah. Like... So I just think all that stuff is like it's people that aren't in the game that are making decisions on you know it's kind of like uh, doers do and those that can't teach type thing not and those that can't teach teach gym class right <laughs> right school of rock just saying right. exactly <laughs> Jack Buck. for sure you know so yeah I do think all those should be you know they should be in there. Where, where you shouldn't is if like they have like a one hit wonder and then they get popped for like you know they're a yeah. home run leader for one year or they win the world series and then oh, they yeah. get popped it's yeah, like no sure. but yeah. these guys had sustained careers Barry Bonds was good before he started jacking home runs yes so yeah um, okay last thing I'm going to ask you before we close out the show uh, the Vikings have been able to make a good couple of moves yeah the NFC is a little bit lighter I don't know next time we'll have you on, but what do you like or what do you anticipate from this upcoming season? We got a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell. We've got we're switching to a three-four defense. Yeah, and we've uh, we still do have Kirk Cousins. This is gonna probably be the year that we're gonna have to either fifth-year option Justin Jefferson. This will be after third year. It's also when you're gonna have contract talks with Justin Jefferson. What do you? Oh, I'm going in hyped as always, and I'll probably. Be disappointed, but I, I I'm, I'm going in with more optimism than I did last year. Like I'm feeling like okay, new coach, new schemes. We've been investing in talent. We got an offensive-minded coach with an awesome offense. So like barring injury, we should be good. I feel good about what we're picking up on the defensive side. Like again, I like what we're doing because. I prefer that we, like, it's one thing to just say you got to get a head coach and, like, that's the difference. But we, we've gone out and bought people on the on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. You know, obviously I feel, I think the Lions are going to continue to be better. I like that coach, so they're going to get better. They're not going to do They're going to be on hard knocks. That's the other thing, too. They're going to be on hard that. knocks that's this That's going to be year. good. So, you know, Packers are always going to be good. I think Bears are definite rebuild still. Um, it's going to so, be tough with them not having Allen Robinson and no Khalil Mack. They're definitely going to be... I feel bad for Montgomery, man. I feel bad for Montgomery. I also feel bad for Justin Fields because I feel like people are... The problem with quarterbacks now is that no one has the patience for them. Yeah. So, especially when you're a young quarterback, they're all expected to be Joe Burrow year two when that's not the case. You don't have to go do that. Um, but no, but, I feel... I mean, I feel good about it. I, you yeah. Know. And the so. NFC is a little bit lighter since everyone's moving to the AFC, so I'm okay with that too. They can beat each other. Heck up. yeah. All uh, right. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, that's. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, of course. This was great. Uh, episode 50. So next week, Josh will be back. We'll recap the National Championship game. Uh, get ourselves rolling into the Masters. We'll talk about that. We're going to be close to the draft. we got a lot of good stuff that we'll talk about next week. But again, thanks for joining. Absolutely. Thank you, Rich. Always. And, yeah, I uh, appreciate it. And uh, hopefully have you back on soon. Yeah. I'll, we'll see you know, We'll see with your schedule. It, it's see how not it my schedule. Out. It's whether you and the <laughs> listeners want me on. So, you know, tell me. We'll see where the viewership goes. Mom, what, Mom gets the spikes. If you can get us a I know, spike, you I, know. That's, I listen, I'm going to give a plea to my <laughs> Swedish friends. Uh, please uh, lean in. Uh Always welcome to be on. Uh, no, awesome. So, well, thank you so much for uh, for joining, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.